0: So, ah, yes, I go first this time. Hi, Sebastian, good to see you. And since I go first, it's your turn to welcome everyone and say hi and introduce the motion. I'm so looking forward to this, Sebastian.
1: Welcome, welcome, willkommen, everyone. Hi, this is Sebastian. It's been a long time. I still have the same voice. And who is it? Oh, who is it? It's Dirk. Yes, And our listeners
0: cannot see that I very festively decorated my room. That's and what. And you, just your
1: room. Your T-shirt also. A T-shirt. t-shirt? <laughs> are looking at your T-shirt now?
0: It's just saying. What does think. It say? Is that is that the equivalent of? Uh, well, it's a it's a T-shirt from the American Museum of Natural History, and it's looked. It looks like the symbols of the um, periodic table of elements. And it's picking the, the elements that together form the word think. So I intend to think during our debate. I hope I find that's the time why, for that.
1: That's why I was surprised because it's quite original, quite new.
0: That I think or that I have a t-shirt like this?
1: <laughs> I'll let our audience decide for <laughs> themselves. <laughs>
0: um, all right. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's psychological warfare deployed right here. Oh. Yes, of course. I tell you, we have to do a lot of thinking, though, if we want to tackle the problems that are at hand these days.
1: Well, there is one big problem for sure that it seems to be making a lot of uh, heat waves.
0: <laughs> oh, we are both the masters <laughs> of transitions here. It's like almost a double feature. See how I gave you a transition. You added a transition.
1: A so one of the big, big themes of the moment is um is what actually it's climate change, or how it used to be called, uh, global warming, because interestingly enough, a few years ago, at least I was reading this, I think, I think a year or two ago, we used to mostly talk about global warming. I'd be actually interested to see in And uh, you, you know you can use the ngram ngram um, uh, expression or or word search. There's a Google ngram viewer. I'm wondering if uh, we should probably do this and search for global warming, but global warming versus climate change, and see if there's a change in the shift. And the reason why I mentioned this is, global warming makes it very clear that there's a problem. Climate change, yeah, the climate is changing, uh, makes it less dramatic. Uh, so there's was an interesting shift in the in the expression that we use around this. But clearly, this is one big uh, th- topic of the moment.
0: Yes, and I, by the way, on the same motion, I I like how. By now, it seemed to be almost a trend that people comment like, "Oh, in recent year, it had become, uh, it came to everybody's attention that climate change and global warming is a problem." I I call that bullshit. I I actually grew up. I don't know about you, but I grew up knowing that that there is a problem that is coming coming our way. So we grew up with uh, with like the the hole in the, in the ozone sphere. We we grew up with uh, sour rain. We grew up with dying trees, and uh, greenhouse gases was a theme in my in my youth as well. So it's not a new thing that we see. And I in fact I. I read that the first mentions of uh, climate change and global warming and how much that's going to be a problem for us, including projections that that have proven to be remarkably accurate, were actually like in the 60s. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, it is happening and it's happening, unfortunately, exactly how experts predicted it.
1: Or worse, what I've read is actually it's even worse or faster than predicted, which is… Basically, to be specific, a rise in the, in the temperature, the average temperature of the planet. And clearly, clearly, the science has shown that uh, part of it, at the very least, uh, part of it is caused by human activity. Yeah, which is um, why
0: there will be a new word coming soon. Um, so if you look at Ngram, it was first global warming first climate change then global warming and i think the next word that we're going to use is uh, climate catastrophe or something of that sort that's at least uh, increasingly used in in germany in the media and everything the interesting less and less people talk about global warming more and more people talk about climate catastrophe because there's a mass dist- uh, extinction going on because people actually suffer from it so it's it's a problem
1: so, what are we going to do to solve it? I guess we're going to solve it in 12 minutes, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we are going to debate and afterwards it's solved. That's that's the vision at
1: least, right? I like your sarcasm because that means I've won the debate then. Because clearly, <laughs> the, the, the position we're going to talk about cannot solve climate change.
0: Yeah, but that's not the motion either. Um, so, the motion is electric transportation is the key to solving climate change. It's not saying... We solve it by just electric transportation.
1: Missed that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, why, why this topic, uh, Derek? You're, you're the one who came up with this, which I liked. Uh, I was an, an interesting way to phrase it. I had not thought of that angle. What, had, what made you think of this, of that angle specifically? There's a
0: lot uh, of discussion around electric transportation these days. Uh, We see more and more electric vehicles. If you live in a metropolitan area, chances are you encountered e-scooters, a topic on which we debated recently as well. Uh, There is... A lot of debate of alternative transportation concepts and all these things. And on top, we have the superstars of the modern economy like Elon Musk uh, opening Tesla factories left and right and center. So, yeah, it's it seemed to be a topic that is present most of the time. And it's always coming back to back with uh, the, the discussion around climate change and how it may or may not solve the problems we have
1: Tesla factory, left, right, and center, you mean Germany? It's opening in Berlin, right? Yeah, the, the, Munich, the latest Berlin?
0: one latest one is in Berlin, but that's not the only okay. Tesla uh, factory or okay. battery uh, factory that thought, he, he created, okay. right? Okay, I thought
1: it was just Germany and China.
0: Well, that's two already. Oh, no. okay. So, left, right, okay. center… You just have to figure out the center. But thank you for calling me out on that. I I clearly wasn't prepared to debate with you how many factories Elon Musk opened.
1: (laughs) In a very European centric view, you could say California is left, China is right, and Germany (laughs) logically is center. Perfect. That's that, of course. You, You did not have to say it. You just influenced me. Yes. Yes,
0: that's what. It, yeah. So to answer your question, that was what triggered me to think of that motion. Okay. Yeah, and it seemed to play a central role, right? So if uh, the other way around works too, if you if you follow debates around what to do about climate change and how to cut greenhouse em- uh, gas emissions and things like that, it seemed to be that um, electric transportation is an important puzzle piece, and that's what I'm going to argue for. It's the key. Um, not the only key, maybe, but it's the key. You cannot. You. I will argue that uh, that it's pretty critical. Let's put it that way.
1: Was that on purpose? The pun? Is it the? It's the key. The car key.
0: <laughs> oh man, that <laughs> was so good! I didn't see that coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey, hey, it's not me. You can't accuse me. Fantastic. Anyway, I. <laughs> I know you're. you're yeah, but uh, you, you know, modern, modern
0: cars don't use keys anymore. You. You just press a button to open it, then you sit in that car and press another button to start it.
1: What well, What would you know? You don't even have a car, and I don't have a car either.
0: Yes, but I drive a rental every once in a while. Oh. yeah. So, it, all right, it happens. It happens. Oh, I've right. seen modern okay. cars, <laughs> and also I saw I saw people do it. So, and I watch movies where people drive, so I can I can
1: oh. now I, give me for. You give me food for thought. Okay. Okay. And giving away Let's arguments. Ar- Let's hear your arguments then. You got two minutes. Well, you had to, to think about how, how a-
0: many minutes I have. This know, is, I to we have. We have. We, ha- we we didn't do that uh, for a while, so we clearly have to increase our frequency. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so all, right, all right. Two minutes for
1: you. My first twenty and you're minutes. In favor.
0: My first twenty minutes of arguments, and then. <laughs> okay let's do this Dirk goes first and argues for the motion greenhouse gas emissions only very few people still argue that they are not responsible for what we call global warming or greenhouse effect so in a nutshell CO2 and CO2-related gases are gases that impact the climate are the number one problem causing the global warming that we observe right now, and that leads to all sorts of disasters and problems. And if you look at the sectors that are responsible for driving these gases into the atmosphere, well, you find four main sectors pretty quickly. Number one is electricity and heat production. That makes for about a quarter of the global emissions. Number two is agriculture, forestry and other land use. And maybe, I don't know, but maybe Sebastian might be tempted to argue that, hey, if you don't tackle that, how, how about bothering transportation? But uh, it, is, it is a critical element. I give him that and I, I tell you that. But then the third one is transportation already. Now, transportation is a problem because practically all our transportation today, ninety-five percent, is based on fossil fuels. So we we drive with little combustion engines that are powered by uh, gas, and we emit CO two in the atmosphere doing so. Whether it's flight travel, whether it's ships, whether it's cars, doesn't matter. They are a very, very big chunk. And there is no way of battling climate change without battling this first. Um, Why is it that critical? Aside from the size of that sector, it's also a sector that will run independently from whatever we do in electricity and heat production. So let's say in the next couple of years, we have a breakthrough and we manage to lower the electricity and heat production share um, of uh, CO2 emissions. The transportation sector still runs on its own. So without changing to electric transportation, we will not have battled much. We still have our problem at hand. The other way around, though, if we turn towards electricity-driven transportation, then everything that improves for the better in electricity and heat production in general will have a much larger scale, a much larger impact than on its own, because it always is related to electricity driven transportation, which by design is fueled through central electricity production. So this is number one, and actually my main argument for why it's key to do electricity um, it's key to um, it's key to change our transportation to electrical vehicles and electric driven transportation modes and now on to sebastian let's hear his argument
1: electric transportation no it's not the key to solving climate change it's probably even possibly detrimental to our environment and i know it may sound surprising but hear me out first of all we're neglecting many 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 factors. I think I said that three times, but I do emphasize three aspects in my little speech now. First of all, transportation is not the biggest polluter. Secondly, there is the environmental cost of producing these numerous batteries, which are everywhere. They Required to be produced somehow, somewhere, with material which is extracted from the earth. So there is an environmental cost which is completely neglected. Thirdly, under the false pretense that it would solve climate change, people actually feel less and less bad about traveling. But the result will be that we'll travel even more and even farther away because we'll be producing As a result, sorry, not because but and as a result, we'll produce more planes, more cars, more infrastructure capable of absorbing all this influx of people who want to travel and who feel less and less guilty about doing so because we will claim that we're solving the problem when it's gonna be the other way around. I said I had three arguments, I actually have more. Something I did not know, and I really was surprised by this by doing my little research. Electric cars still release particle pollution into the air how i I did not even realize this they have tires they have brakes the road surfaces did you know did you know that already today there is more particle pollution coming from the wear and tear of these cars than the exhausts of the uh, petrol vehicles i did not know this Right. So actually, you can see how this false pre- pretense of electric vehicles solving climate change is actually detrimental to the environment for the various reasons I've mentioned. And also I'll have other arguments later on. But this gives you already a few things to think about.
0: Now, it's Dirk's turn. Let's hear his rebuttal. Thank you for giving me things to think about. The first thing I think about is that your argument about uh, particles on the road and in the air has nothing to do with climate change. So thank you for banking this. It's a non-argument. Secondly, yeah, yeah, cars that are electric or planes potentially in the future that drive electric or whatever will be driven electric. Yes, they are produced as well, just like current cars, And yes, producing them costs energy, just like with current cars. And yes, not all technologies used to build batteries are the most environment friendly, just with current cars. That's a non-argument either, by the way. And... uh, don't be mistaken. Current cars already have batteries and everything included as well. So it's not getting any better from there. Is it better not to drive at all? Sure. But I don't think that more people will drive just because cars are electric. Because the past decades, there has been a quite a, a time where people didn't really understand or think of cars as being something so damaging to the environment. And they drove and they drive um, during their commute to work. They fly to to have, take their vacation. That's not going to increase or decrease based on the mode of transportation. It's going to decrease and increase based on the time that people have at their hands. So that is a non-argument either. I was wondering, you had so many arguments. Those three are supposed to be the strongest ones. I'm not sure. Maybe you held a few back that you give me in your second segment then. Uh, Because those three have been pretty weak, I have to say. In the end, it's coming down to the following. We have to drive less? Yes. Though maybe a change in mode of transportation will be coming as well. Doing more telecommuting, having more self-driving cars. We debated that in a different debate. That's going to be huge for climate change as well. Um, But the other aspect really is And that's the key driver. Where is the emission coming from? The emission that actually matters is the particle. It's not the particle emission. The emission that matters are the greenhouse gases right now for this discussion. These emissions right now come from almost two billion cars. And instead, we need to shift to a place where these emissions come from central places like the electricity production. Why? Because then you can change how you produce electricity. And then a change in how we produce electricity has an immediate impact on the greenhouse pollution everywhere in the country instead of just an individual singular change. Do we need to change more than this? Yes, I would say transportation is a key element in all of this because it gives our changes the critical scale that's needed and how much pollution we blast into the air is without any doubt one of the biggest reasons we have the climate change at the speed that we see today. And now on to Sebastian.
1: So it is true that particle pollution is not related to climate change. That's true. The point I was trying to make, uh, which I did not do make clearly enough, is that Talking about electric transportation is hiding many problems. And so so much so as much as we're forgetting about particle pollution for other reasons, we're forgetting about the impact of producing the vehicles, the electric vehicles, the whether well, the things I've mentioned around producing batteries or the fact that we'll actually produce even more of these vehicles because people will feel less guilty. So I worry about the psychological effect that these have. I feel less guilty when I use something which seems electric, seems pollution-free, because I don't think about all the additional environmental costs behind it. I agree with you. CO2 is the number one problem. This is not what I disagree on. I, I know there is you know, global warming. I know there is a problem. i aware that transportation is an issue. My point here is really focusing on the theme, which is electric transportation. Is that the key or not? It could be okay, by the way. Yeah, if we replace all the petrol cars, petrol uh, and the exhaust fume cars by electric cars, if we could replace it right away, I would do that, obviously. But pretending that it's a key, I'm aware that it's sending the wrong message, and this is what we're debating about. In fact, electric cars move the pollution debate, uh, or the pollution itself, from our cities to these distant power plants. You know, Where does electricity come from? Right? If it comes from coal, what's the point? And China and other countries? including the U.S., are using coal as a way to produce electricity. So to charge these batteries of electric vehicles, they have to come from somewhere. So if you move away the problem again, you're, you're hiding the problem by having this impression of, oh, there's no pollution because I don't see smoke. If I don't see smoke, there's no fire, right? to use the metaphor. In itself, electric transportation will not solve anything if it's decoupled from figuring out how we source electricity. And even, even, if renewable energies are, begin- are beginning to be an increasing part of our electricity production, it will not catch up with increasing demand for things, for cars, for travel, for adventure. This is the problem. It's not catching up. Yeah, we have more you know, wind-powered farms and solar panels. And Actually, on the solar panel, I was reading an article recently about China, which has cut all the subsidies on solar panel production, and as a result, the industry is in a slump. And the massive electricity production is coming from coal um, or nuclear power plants, which are not uh, directly affecting climate change. but that's another debate. Here's another thing that you've mentioned. Like, people want to drive and you know, we need to, to change the mode of operation. And I should not be the one here to convince you here, you, Derek, about because you walk everywhere all the time. And why not cycle or walk for short distances? Again, having these electric scooters, cars, bikes. Did you know that a quarter of the UK's car trips are less than three kilometers? Three kilometers, you can actually walk or cycle with a non-electric bike. That's a quarter of the, of the trips in the UK. I did not know this. And, and yes, by default, we think, oh, it's fine. I'm going to use my e-scooter. I'm going to use my car. It doesn't pollute. And that's the, that's the problem that I'm highlighting here. So yes, this requires safe walking and biking infrastructure. And this is the debate we should be having when we talk about climate change. Let's build a metropolis that allows for this infrastructure instead of talking about electric transportation as a solution for the climate change. Final statements. Dirk goes first.
0: To come full circle... Why is electric transportation a key to solving climate change? Because right now, current fossil fuel-based transportation is decentralized and responsible for a massive number of CO2 emissions. Changing that would give us a key to scale up anything that we do innovation-wise centrally. Is this the only way how we solve the problem? Surely not. Does it need a shift in how we think about transportation as well? Of course. There are three big problems that we have. One is our current energy consumption and electric uh, or general transportation is a part of that. The second one is how we structure our life. And the third one, and we debated about this, is growth-oriented capitalism. Those three things are big P- problems to tackle and i actually believe that the first and the second one is easier to tackle than the third one but we have to tackle it fast because it has multi-year consequences so shifting to electric transportation with all its flaws is critical is a key to uh, to battle climate change and there's no way around it
1: sebastian the shift to electric transportation is happening anyway, and that's good. If, any, if anything, there's a wrong reason for it. it, because it looks cool to drive a Tesla. And I'm, not, I'm not even joking about it. I think there's this cool effect so people are, are on this uh, wagon of electric transportation, and that's a joke or a pun. Uh, great, it's happening. It can't hurt, but… And this is where I disagree with you. We should not pretend it's the key to solving cha- climate change. I would not, I would even say it's, we can't even pretend it's a key to solving climate change because it hides all the other problems very conveniently for from the part of the manufacturers of electric vehicles, but also us consumers. We think that oh, it's electric, so it's green, so it's healthy, so it doesn't affect the environment. It's not true. It's unhealthy. Nothing to do with climate change. Granted electricity comes from somewhere else you need to produce these batteries these batteries need to be replaced so the problem is it changed it really changes the mindset in thinking oh we're, we're we're done it's not true at all and the problem is we're probably going to see even more electric vehicles than we saw the uh, vehicles that exist today and that's a massive production cost and an environmental cost which will have impact on the on the climate so it's happening anyway great i'm happy but let's not overemphasize it. In fact, let's not even talk about it because it sends the wrong message. It will actually have a detrimental effect on the climate.
0: Done. Done. So what do you really think?
1: I did not know a number of things around electric vehicles. I I, I really argued how I argued having the knowledge that I have. Because otherwise, I thought, yeah, I love electric transportation. Why would I not like it? I, I knew about the electricity bit be- from before. But I, when I thought more, I, I realized how it was really uh, like uh, a mask in front of a lot of things. And it-, it removed my guilt. And I felt if I feel that way, it's very likely other people feel that way. Imagine you've got electric planes tomorrow. Do you think people are going to feel guilty of traveling further away? No. So you're going to have even more people traveling on the plane, which needs more planes. Which means more planes, which means more hotels, which means more, more, more of things to produce. Which means other things are going to produce stuff, which are affecting the environment. And this got, really got me thinking. I did not think of this that way before. Yeah, so, but yeah, uh, I, as always, I, go ahead.
0: So my my thought here is, um, and I actually argued my side as well. I, I where I agree with you is um, shifting to electric transportation is not solving for the problem in itself because the problem is deeper than that. It's how we use our vehicles, uh, individual transport versus collective transport, how we how we um, decide what to own, how much we produce all these things together, right um, but it it feels to me like transportation is one of these. Parts in the system where, if done right, you can have a larger impact if you shift it, but that moves slower than most of the other things. To tell, uh, to explain what I mean is like you can decide. More or less, uh, right now, to shift from from and actually most countries decided already to shift from coal to other ways of producing energy. And you can start building that up, and you can make that decision centrally, and you can implement that centrally. But if you have like hundreds of millions of cars driving around, that's something that you need to shift in the course of fifteen to twenty years, and that's that's actually a long-term effect. And if you shift, then. Basically every change you do in the quote unquote back end has an impact on the front end as well right so that that is why why I do think there is no way of battling it without moving to electric transportation or without moving away from fossil fuel based transportation and if you just if you decide to to cover all the transportation needs that you have right now if you replace that with electric transportation you are entitled to feel a little bit less guilt because Electric transportation, and there has been a study just a couple of months ago, I believe, uh, that showed that if you do exactly the same that you do today, just with electric transportation instead of fossil fuel transportation, you significantly lower already the burden on the environment, not having shifted in the back end fully fully already. So I I hear you, but not talking about it is not a solution either. And I do think it's a critical building block.
1: So two things. One is, I think we're shifting towards that anyway, because there's a uh, financial value from the manufacturers to do that. Uh, there's financial interest from the consumers to do that, because mm-hmm. ultimately you're not putting fuel anymore and the maintenance cost is lower. So I, I don't think we need to subsidize it. Uh, and in fact, it's, it's less than subsidized because it is the trend now anyway. I don't even think we need to accelerate it because of the re- issues I've mentioned. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not worried about it. It's happening. Great, it's happening. But to pretend that it's solving climate change, I think is is the wrong message, I insist. The second thing is, which I I did not want to talk too much, I didn't talk at all about it, um, because we talked about e-scooters, but I read two days ago, and I dug into it, it was coincidence, that e-scooters, which are available publicly, Mm -hmm. if badly managed as a fleet, cause as much, actually caused more pollution than an equivalent car per passenger per mile 202 equivalent of CO2 per passenger per mile why because you need to charge the batteries so the person who goes and charges the batteries because you need to pick up the e-scooters and put them back into the proper uh, location i had no idea So the the paper, the research paper, had practical suggestions on how to reduce that insane amount of carbon emissions or equivalent emissions by having a proper management of the fleet, by not charging the scooters, which are already almost fully charged, for instance. I don't want to talk about this, but this was a shock to me to realize that even that, which seemed great as a concept, was actually more detrimental to the climate than actually having car. And actually, this this is why I went straight to the conclusion, which is, come on, if you're walking one kilometer, just walk or take your manual scooter or your skateboard. Oh, I forgot to mention this. I had this in my notes, like, like I do in Jakarta. I'm the only freaking weirdo who's skateboarding in the pollution of Jakarta. And if everyone was doing that, everyone would move at the same speed because there's so much traffic jam that, yeah, you're actually not moving slower than the traffic. Anyway. So that's why I, for these two reasons, right, like the, the mismanagement of the fleet and the fact that we consume all these products makes it actually a bigger problem than the cost today, which was a, a huge surprise to me. But it's only one fraction of the problem because you can also own your own electric thingy, right? You don't have to use the fleet. Uh, but that's, that's also perceived as something which is environmentally friendly. It's not. And the, and the first aspect, which I said in, in summary, is, yeah, it's happening. So I know we're going to get there. Do we need to do more? I don't think so. It's changing quickly enough in my mind, because of the cool effect, because of so many effects, financially and yeah. interesting. People go for something because they they will pay less money, right? Make it cheap enough or cheaper enough, they'll go for it. They're not because they care about the environment.
0: <laughs> I'm depressed now. <laughs> By, by the way, on that note, I'm seriously thinking about modifying one of my longboards to, uh, towards being an electric longboard because <laughs> I I read that uh, you can actually do it in a way that it's it's also speed limited downhill. So that would, that would get me using that board even though I'm living on top of the hill. Because actually the, since we moved here on top of the hill, I'm using it less and less. Because practically all ways I have from here make me go downhill. Once, and I'm a sissy. I don't want to go downhill on a long board. Like, and so I, I read up on the electric, um, electric kits that you can put under these boards. And they are basically slowing down downhill and even charging while doing so. So I could I could charge my board downhill and then come back uphill with that. So I'm I I'm guilty. Instead of walking, I may I may at some point use an electric board to drive around and but feel you know, cool the main doing reason, it.
1: First of all, share the link with me. Secondly, <laughs> and I'm serious and I'm serious, share the link with me. I'm curious. Secondly, I refuse, even though I got really into skateboarding last year, beginning of last year, and repeatedly my family. My partner have suggested that I I, I buy an electric skateboard. I said, no, the main reason is, is the two main reasons is, one, I want something light, which allows me to go from point A to point B. And secondly, it's to exercise, to do sports. I find it fun. And if I do electric, um, it defeats the purpose. Right? It's heavy. You can't even take it on an airline easily because the battery is too big uh, in terms of the, the capacity. And then I don't exercise anymore. So... Yeah, I'd rather have the drawback of having to push with my feet, but for me, it's a, it's what I like about it. But send the link.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to All find right, it right yeah. now. I found a. I I shared the link with you, and I'm I'm in the same boat. But as I said, since we live on top of that hill. I, I'm not using it uh, as much anymore. And I would like to come back to using it more often. Even including that electric kit, you still can push your board yourself. You know that, right? It's like, uh, you know, it's, nobody forces you to use the... The, the, but the you, only yeah, electric I thing
1: I have on my skateboard, um, is, which I take off occasionally, is the I have LED lights under the skateboard. Ah. You, you, you have to tune it. You have to show yes, off. Yes, yes, yes. So coming back to being cool, right? Of course, it's all about being cool. <laughs> Just like us. Oh, all right. On this podcast. All right. As usual, um, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for debating with me, Dirk. And we'll have another debate coming up soon. We're coming close to our 100th episode. So stay yeah. tuned because at the 100th episode, we'll announce something. Yes. but We have to team Who our knows? audience. Who knows? We yes. have not been around for a while, but only because we've been busy, uh, both of us. But... We're going to go to the 100th episode and then, mm -hmm, surprise, surprise, things are going to change. Yes. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Sebastian. Have a pleasant day, evening, morning, night. Wherever you are. Of course. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.